I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Europe, they're embracing crypto. Solana launches Metaplex, and the NFL will be on NFTs. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. We need to talk about the coin of the day yesterday. There was actually a hodler of the coin of the day that was listening to the show, even though it was ranked like 881. Anyway, USDX, the stable coin. Now, we read exactly, we meaning I, read exactly what was off the internet, off their website. And everything that we read was 100% accurate. However, apparently there is a use case for the stable coin That is, well, just let me read this email to you. This is from John. John says, hey there, fan of your podcast. Try to listen every day, especially like the interview from yesterday with the woman from El Salvador. Is something shady? That's exactly the type of analysis I'm looking for. I'm likely not the first response you received today, but your commentary on coin of the day section, USDX, needs some correction. I'm actually one of those hodlers of USDX stablecoin since the beginning of the month and have some insight of how it's used. USDX is a stablecoin for the use within the Kava DeFi porthole, app.kava.io. Kava is a pretty standard DeFi platform with mint, borrow, lend, and swap functionality. My interest in this investment is due to it being more true to decentralized option than other borrow, lend platforms. USDX can be swapped quite easily within Kava for a number of tokens, BNB, BUSD, BTC, XRP, and surprisingly, Kava. I heard your podcast about a half hour ago and panicked, but looking into Kava, it all seems normal. I'll admit, I wish the USDX token would remain pegged one-to-one. There are other risks for early adoption of a project like this. Kava published a roadmap indicating support for Ether soon. I'm hopeful this draws more attention. And maybe you can do me a favor and follow up on On Air and let everybody know that we're not dead yet. John. Well, John, here's your follow-up. They're not dead. Apparently, they can be used somewhere. However, we were also technically not wrong. A stablecoin that is not pegged is not a stablecoin. It's a use case, it's a token, it's a means of transaction of value, but it's not a stable coin. And I would recommend that USDX or whoever controls USDX update their website, go to CoinMarketCap, make the updates, have everybody know that this is not a dead project because, well, if it's being used in Kava, but the exchanges there are showing no volume, it really looks dead. But looks can be deceiving, especially if it's adopted in different places. So I'm happy that USDX is not dead. I'm happy that it's being used somewhere. But I think the team really needs to, well, update their information. Anyway, let's get into those crypto prices. Oh, and thank you, John. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $42,198, up 1.6% in 24. Ethereum, $2,927, up 2.4%. Tether's in the number three spot. Cardano's at $2.09, up a half a percent. Binance Coin in the number five spot, $372, up 10.6% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, 
USDC, Polkadot, and Dogecoin. Total market cap are at $1.88 trillion, a BTC dominance of 42.3%, and an F dominance of 18.3%. And now, it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin of the day today is ranked 991, 991. I hate those big numbers, but this one actually has a big story behind it. It's a interesting story in the crypto space. If you guys were around in 2017, you will remember 10X and their ticker is pay. Price today is 4.2 cents. Its market cap is 8.6 million. Fully diluted market cap is 8.6 million. And all the pay in circulation is in supply, circulating supply right now. And I'm going to tell you why in one second. Places you could trade pay or 10x. Bittrex will be global. Gate.io, obviously. And that's pretty much it where you're going to have any kind of uh, liquidity. But you probably don't want to be trading it anyway. Why, you might ask. Well, 10x has released this on January 12th. 2021, sunsetting our 10x services. It said, Dear community, following our announcement last month about reorganizing our services, we are writing to remind you that we'll be sunsetting 10x services soon. New signups and deposits have been disabled. And even though your funds remain safe, we encourage you to withdraw your funds from the 10x wallet as your earliest convenience. Now they are starting something called MIMO. MIMO. And apparently on April 9, 2021, they also released another memo about 10x meet Mimo. And they said a new beginning, a new beginning. When 10x launched, it was the height of many incredible projects in the cryptocurrency space. The community quickly became increasingly excited about 10x unique ability to allow crypto transactions anywhere using a card. If you guys remember back in 2017, a lot of people tried to make uh, pay with crypto in places and they wanted that coveted either MasterCard or Visa logo on their cards. Just a rumor of that Visa logo coming out made the price spike. And some of them got it, some of them didn't. Some of them got it later, but even though they, re- they announced it earlier, it was a crazy time, 2017. Well, if you have pay still, the claiming distribution for receiving MIMO is like this. Addresses holding pay on April 1st receive 0.24 MIMO per pay. Addresses holding 10X on April 1st receive 0.37 MIMO per 10X. Uh, looks as though they're just swapping over to MIMO. Now, back in 2017, 10X had a lot of potential and then it didn't there's a lot of rumors circulating about 10x allegedly the co-founder you know either has cashed out some of his pay or you know even and well here link is in the show notes from julianhasp.com who is the co-founder of 10x and the it's entitled was 10x an 80 million dollar usd scam the facts shared by one of the co-founders and this was released on march 2nd 2021 um, and you can read this whole, it's, in, it's transcribed here. You can read everything. You can listen to it as well about what happened with 10X. Um, this is obviously coming from one point of view, which is Julian's. And actually, I got an email the other day to interview Julian for a new project that he has. It's called Cake DeFi. Julian Hosp is a CEO and co-founder at Cake DeFi and, and wants to do an interview. I actually asked, I replied and said, isn't this Julian, the former founder of 10X? And he says, Julian was the former president and co-founder of 10X. <laughs> I don't know if I should do the interview because I, I don't know really much about the story. But please, if you want to hear some crypto folklore uh, from 2017 and you can see how we kind of are evolving in the space from then to now, read the interview with Julian in the show notes. Link is there. Go to 10X.com and see the evolution. And also, you can check out Cake DeFi and see his new project. And well, that's our coin of the day. Moving into today's headlines. 
the region of Central, North, and Western Europe, CNWE, has become the world's largest cryptocurrency economy thanks to the proliferation of decentralized finance, according to the latest reports by crypto analysis firm Chainalysis. CNWE has received more than $1 trillion worth of crypto in the past 12 months. The researcher said this, in quote, CNWE's transaction volume grew significantly across virtually all cryptocurrencies and service types, but especially on DeFi protocols. An influx of institutional investments signaled by large transactions drove most of the growth, though retail activity also increased. For example, the combined volume of large institutional-sized transactions worth $10 million or more reportedly grew from $1.4 billion in July of 2020 to $46.3 billion in June of 2021. Where is the cryptocurrency value received by country? Well, United Kingdom, France, Germany, Netherlands, Spain in the top five, ending it off with Iceland. The CNWE has become the world's biggest cryptocurrency market. And that is bullish news. Adam Jeffries. He's a newly appointed CEO of Metaplex Studios. And Metaplex Studios runs on the Solana-powered protocol Metaplex. The tool lets artists and developers customize how their NFT collection is displayed and auctioned. The Metaplex protocol has already powered over $2 million Solana transactions from various NFT sales. The goal of this is to offer NFTs outside of the Ethereum network. NBA Top Shots creator Dapper Labs confirmed the news today that it's partnering with the NFL and the NFL Players Association. The NFL NFT marketplace will run on Dapper's own Flow blockchain and focus on the collectible NFT moments based on video highlights captured from real NFL games. Basically, just like sports cards used to be. Dapper Labs' head of partnership said this, and quote, The NFL is certainly the holy grail in North America, and we're super, super lucky to partner with them, as well as the NFL Players Association through One Team Partners. Dapper Labs have confirmed that the NFL marketplace will take a totally different approach in terms of content focus and will be handled very differently than Top Shot. So be on the lookout for a totally different product and a unique experience. Apparently, a Tennessee internet and electricity provider has been warned about their loud Bitcoin mining facility on their property, which, yeah, I get it. I get it. Look, I'm all for innovation. I'm all for bringing miners here to the U.S. I want everything to be done here. But with that said, that's part of the frameworks I want to propose. Let's use renewables for mining. Let's make sure that this thing is just not loud as hell so you're in the countryside hearing this big mining farm for miles away. Look, have you ever seen videos of people in mining farms? All of them? have ear protection they can't even talk to each other because it's so damn loud so i I get it i get it elon musk getting asked questions again about cryptocurrencies he was speaking at the code 2021 conference in beverly hills and when asked about if the government should be involved in cryptocurrencies he said they shouldn't try to regulate cryptocurrencies he said in quote i would say do nothing he also continued to say it's not possible to i think destroy crypto But it is possible for governments to slow down its advancement. I suppose cryptocurrency is fundamentally aimed at reducing the power of centralized government. They don't like that. Well, it's not just Bitcoin miners, but Ethereum miners closing down in China. A day after SparkPool, the second largest Ethereum mining pool in the world, announced that it would cease operations, the fourth largest mining group has also joined it. Bpool, based in China, announced that it was shut down October 15th. And finally, let's use this as a PSA, a way to learn from this mistake. And I, I actually, I did the same thing just the other day. I think I was minting an NFT. I think I was trying to mint the time NFTs that were coming out. Obviously, uh, they had some bots and there was no way that I even got close to getting them. I literally 
tried to mint it five to ten seconds after they went live and they were all sold out in under a minute like look even under that like it was just bombarded with people trying to buy the time nfts i'm happy i got the time cat airdrop though that makes me happy but you know what i did when i was minting the nft i didn't look at the gas i just put it in there and i wanted to you know hurry up and just do the transaction so i got the mint hit confirm or whatever it was but i didn't check how much gas i was using and it's probably what happened yesterday to this person that was trying to send $100,000 in Ethereum and ended up paying a gas fee of $22.3 million. I bet that transaction went through quick, though. Well, the mining pool said, eh, we're going to return this money to the Bitfinex wallet because, well, it thinks that's just too much for gas. And they did in three transactions. One ETH, 7,385 ETH, and 240 ETH. And actually, that's another lesson that we can take from this. Always, 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 always send a little test to the place you're sending your crypto to. It doesn't matter how much it is. If you're sending $1,000, just think about it. Would you rather lose $1,000? And if the fees are, if it's like an F or something, like there's huge gas fees, like 60 or 70 or $100, maybe don't do this. But if it's like Bitcoin and you're looking at the gas fee or the transaction fee and you're saying, oh, it's, it's three or four or five or $6, what would you rather do? pay $12 for two fees, one to test and one to send the rest, or lose that $1,000 you're trying to transact. Always send a little test. Never send the whole shebang in one go. That's my practice. I always send the least amount I possibly can for the cheapest amount I possibly can just to make sure that that address is right, and then I make sure everything goes through properly. And then I just double pay. It's way better than losing all your crypto. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'm a lot less sassy this week than last week. I'm going to get my sass back next week, I think. Anyway, go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>